Hello everybody and welcome to Podcast the Dice Game. So today I'd like to talk about Illimat. That game is spelled I-L-L-I-M-A-T and the reason I mention this is because you should Google it. Google image search that thing because oh my gosh look at it it's beautiful. It is so beautiful. I can't express how beautiful this game is. And everybody's been saying the same thing. This game came out recently. It, it looks like the sort of game that an ancient secret society played a hundred years ago, and they would never tell you how it was played, and it looks so completely impossible to follow, and even if they eventually taught you the rules, you would spend a lifetime trying to figure out how they actually worked because it's so complicated and just arcane and unknowable. It's actually a really, really simple game. Everybody's been asking, is this game designed purely for aesthetics, or is it actually good? The answer is both. <laughs> it was actually originally designed for a publicity stunt by a band called the Decemberists, and then made into a real game that you can actually play at a later point, which is fascinating. So, the, um, the creator of Gloom actually um, made it into a real game, and, you know, is it good? I think yes, I think it's very mechanically good. I really enjoy this game. It's not going to go well with everybody, but that is because of all its influences. It is half modern board game and half old style card game. I don't want to say trick taking necessarily. You do kind of take piles of cards that could be construed as tr tricks, but it's like difficult to put in a box, really. It's, it's fascinating. <laughs> so in this game, you will be taking one of three actions. You can take one action per turn, and you're trying to collect cards. And also, there are there are just so many other things. It really puts in a lot of a lot of board game style mechanics. There's you know activatable abilities, all this sort of thing. And I've heard a lot of people complain when, once they've played around a bit. This game is too random. But I think that that entirely discounts just the this style of game because it really plays to the exact sort of audience who enjoys things like Hearts. Personally, Hearts, I really, really enjoy it. It's one of my favorites. Really great game. Uh, I'll never be fantastic at it, but wow, is it good. Um, and this is that exact style of game in that there's a degree of randomness, but the entire the entire strategy of the game is harnessing and abusing, well, not abusing, but manipulating randomness to your own ends. For example, in Hearts, you may get a hand that is only bad things, but you can decide to try to make it a shooting hand and, you know, uh, shoot the moon with it by getting all the bad things. Because if you get all the bad things, you actually win instead of lose that current round. Um, so you're constantly deciding, what should I do? What should my strategy be with this randomness that I've been provided with? This is that exact sort of game. And I think a lot of people, they're going to play one round and be like, half of my decisions were decided by the cards and not by myself, and not understand that that's the point. You, half of it's the cards, half of it's you, and you play a bunch of rounds and, you know, everybody gets equal amounts of bad luck after you play enough rounds, and then it's just down to... You know, that's been averaged out, and now it's down to whether you were good at it or not. That's something I think people who play a lot of modern hobbyist board games are not at all familiar with. Which is, uh, <laughs> that's why I think this is actually going to go over a lot better with non-board gamers. It is the sort of game, I've actually taught it to a non-board gamer, and it was a fairly easy thing to teach. It was quite easy to teach. 
and I think non-board gamers are actually going to enjoy it more because they don't have all of these preconceptions about randomness is just for newbie games, or randomness is just to grease the wheels. No, randomness can be a main mechanic as long as you, you know, you manipulate it enough. And that's exactly what's happening in this game. And it works really well. I think you should definitely try it, and oh my gosh, again, it's so beautiful. It, it You deserve to play something this beautiful, and it is... It is good enough that you won't be bored. It is just so great. You should try it out. See ya. Hello, everybody. Welcome to Podcast the Dice Game. This is not a standard segment. This is a reminder. I'd like to remind everybody that you can actually call in to the station using the Anchor app. That's anchor.fm. It's uh, for Android and iOS. It's an application that allows you to interact with my station in lots of fun and interesting ways. Uh, normally, I wouldn't be all, oh, look, wow, my provider is so great. Everybody sign up for them immediately. It's not like I get any money for mentioning them. The reason I bring it up is actually just because there's this cool feature called call-ins, and you can call in to the station. You can just record a sound clip. It doesn't have to be good quality. You just have to hold your phone up to your face, and then I will respond to it. Because I'm such a small channel, I can actually... I'm, I'm not going to hedge my bets. I can 100% guarantee you, I'm going to get to your call-in. I'm going to put it on the air, as long as it's not so wildly inappropriate I'd immediately get banned from said air, <laughs> you know? So why not become very, very slightly internet famous by getting one of your questions answered on my podcast? You know, just go to Anchor. See ya.